Everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode 101. My name is Eric. Oh, wait, is that what I say? I'm Eric Smith. <laughs> and I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez in this new era, the New Dad, Newer Dad podcast. What are we calling this era? We're calling this, uh, I mean, if I was if I was more of a Tolkienite, I would... Um have referenced something from Lord of the Rings. The Golden Age. I don't know. Knights of the Old Republic. You know, one of my favorite scenes in The Office is when um, Dwight is <laughs> Dwight is trying to um, is trying to listen in on Jim's conversation with Andy, and Jim's trying to piss him off, and he's like, yeah, Battlestar Galactica, and the, and, and the, he found this ring, and, you know, so on and so forth, and um, Dwight's listening in, and he's trying not to you know, use personal time at work. Anyway, hello, everyone. How are you, Eric? I'm good. Today is a day of hot takes. Are you Are you enticed? Uh, this is the first time hearing about this. Well, that's because we don't talk before we record. Oh, and we, we haven't talked for like a week. If we, if we, well, yeah, I've been gone, and I, I didn't really tell anybody. I just left. Mm-hmm. Um, bought a ticket, and four days later... Five days later, I was on my way out. Not usually my style. You, you didn't buy a ticket, and then five days later, you were on your way out. Yeah. You you bought a ticket and then left, right? Well, I bought a ticket, and and then like a few days later, I don't know. It must have been like between three and five days later, I left. Oh, but you didn't tell anybody you bought a ticket? I just was, but when I bought the ticket, I became in this like mad flurry rush of like, of like, I don't know, like sometimes, you know, me, I like, I get like super, super, like I, as if I took like 50 ADD medicines, I don't know what people take, but like ADD medicines. Yeah. And like, I just, I just go on a flurry and I was just so hyper-focused and getting out. And so, um, it was like a big, big, big deal. Um, I just felt like I was really losing control over a project that I'm involved with and I need to bring some focus to the whole thing. And um, luckily I, I went down, got stuff taken care of, got the team, uh, the ship righted, if you will. And um, and now I'm back and I'm in, uh, I clean my whole basement tonight. Uh, my parents are coming into town tonight. Um, I got their room prepared. Um, I got a whole bunch of, you know, I got the garage cleaned out today. I got, I got so much done, uh, and I got a whole bunch of stuff done at work. So it was like, I I'm still in that like ultra focused mode. Um, mm-hmm. it's almost like adrenaline. Um, but what a crazy trip, dude, honest to God in reverse order. I had the absolute worst confrontation with somebody I've had in a very long time. And it was the, uh, customs agent. Mm-hmm. Like Department of Homeland Security needs to listen up like your border patrol agents, like the people that like do the customs in a small airport like Cleveland. This guy was just such a dick. Literally, I was the first one off the plane and he says, uh, you know, go through and he's like, what do you what do you do there? I was just vacationing. Oh, how many bags have you checked Two. Wow, that's a lot of bags for, you know, a five day trip, four day trip, whatever it was. Is it? that's what i thought <laughs> and he goes okay so we'll step over there 
And I'm like, you didn't give me a reason why. Didn't tell me what I was going over in this little section for. Literally, everybody else comes through the line. And then he and then he's like, oh, follow me. Um, so the guy takes me and like grabs my bags and like starts searching through every one of my bags. Mm-hmm. As if I'm like some drug dealer. Yeah. Like I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't like guns. I don't carry any knives. Like I'm one of the most vanilla people that you could ever meet. And I'm the one that gets flagged. Mm-hmm. Then proceeds. I have my shoes. Like I had, it was pretty sandy where I was. So I like wrapped up my shoes in a plastic bag. I guess the plastic bag had like a, like a grocery bag had a hole in it. So he lifts out my shoes and there's literally a stream of sand going into my luggage. (laughs) I was infuriated. I was so agitated because he literally was so blissfully like not even blissful. He was just a dick about it. And I said, excuse me, sir, could you please just move your, the bag where you're holding it from? And literally he looks at me, he holds it, sits right there and looks at me and says, you will not tell me how to do this, this search. You will not tell me how to do my job. And I, and I'm like, sir, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job. I'm just asking if you could please. And all the while I'm saying this, the sand is pouring out all over my shit. Like, (laughs) can you not be such an absolute a-hole that you're literally, you know what you're doing at that point. Like I have not given him any problems. I was very patient. I didn't give him, you know, any lip about anything. I answered all of the fucking questions that you're going to have to bleep that out. Whoa. All of the questions that he answered or asked me, I answered them, answered them honestly. And he has the audacity to sit there and just hold it and then tell me that I'm in the wrong. So anyway, then he, he says, okay, now you can pack up all your stuff. You pack up my stuff, mother effer. Like, what the heck are you like? I'm you just unpack my bag, pack it back up the way that I had it. Now there's sand over everything as well. So (laughs) I'm packing up my bag and I'm I'm and I, you know, I got so enraged by the whole thing that I uh, I told him uh, I said something to the extent of like, you know, next time you do one of these, you don't have to be so confrontational with the person that you're trying to, you know, interrogate. And he goes, you're, well, you're the one that's being confrontational by what you're saying right now. And I'm I'm like, what are you, five? <laughs> oh, you're a poopy head. No, you're a poopy head. Like, what was this? What kind of exchange was this? So I, I zip up my bag and he's still asking me questions. And I'm like, I'm not answering any more of your questions if I'm not legally obligated to. He says, fine. And so I, I zip up my bag and um, I, I put it on the ground. I really angrily and I start wheeling it uh, away. And he goes, go through that door right over there. And I say, you know what? You're really rude and you're a jerk. And I just walked away. And then I lodged a complaint with the uh, Department of Homeland Security. I don't. This was in Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. The Mexicans were nicer than than that to me. Although I did get had at the airport. Okay, this woman comes up to me as I'm trying to check in at the little kiosk, and she goes, "Excuse me, sir." And she had like a um, an accent. I'm not going to try to do that because that's just. Oh. Um, but she goes, "Oh, what time is your flight?" I said. Oh. Oh, it's in an hour and 15 minutes. She goes, oh, no, no. Let me bring you to the front of the line. Now, I understand Spanish, okay, and a little bit. And from what I understood, she goes up to the guy. She doesn't think I speak any uh, any Spanish at all. 
And she, she goes up to the front of the line, brings me to the front of the line. The line is like an hour-long line. There's hundreds of people in this line. And she tells her cousin, she says, hey, cousin, cousin, yeah, I got this, uh, this guy here. He's going to give me money, and you put him at the front of the line. We split it. That's what I understood, kind of. Mm. And so um, the guy looks at me, and he says, uh, you speak English? And I said, yeah, I speak English. <laughs> and he goes, okay, you give her money? And she, and she, uh, and, uh, you know, she get, I'll get you to the front of the line. And so, so I give her $20. It was all the cash I had on me. Gave her $20. And I go over to the, to the guy. Um, he gives me, gets me to the front of the line and he turns to me and he says, how much did you give her? And I said, oh, I gave her $40. And then, and then what? Uh, Easter dinner will be really interesting in that family. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go to her. He's gonna give me my twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Oh, he gave me. <laughs> so. What a jerk. Sorry for being so angry. It just, it was just in Cleveland, Ohio, like. You know, do you have nothing better with to do with your life? Like, I'm literally the least amount of threat to anything in the United States, like ever. And you know, there's I just was so mad about it. I was so mad about it. I mean, you're you're a white dude coming back from Mexico by yourself. Give off some dude bro vibes. I give off bro vibes. Like, I give off bro vibes. I can't. That's like the most ridiculous thing in the world to me. I'm I mean, the least bro person ever. Like I think uh, I'm bros. Yeah. I'm bro to you. No, I mean, by, if you're by yourself and I don't know, just, I mean, I know the way you dress and you've got a short, I've got, you've got a short beard right now. If you're by yourself and you're not with Melissa, you could give off dude bro vibes, just not saying anything and not talking and, and not knowing you. You could give off that vibe if you're coming back from Mexico by yourself. Believe me when I tell you that the people that I got, lo- we took like a bus to the plane mm. in, in Mexico. The people that were standing right next to me yeah. were 100% doing cocaine the entire time that they were in Mexico. Okay. okay? They fine. would be flagged before me 100 times out of 100. You said you were the first person off the plane, right? Uh, the yeah. first person in line. So was, you were the first one he saw. Maybe he's just like, oh, this was my best shot at like at doing a random thing. So I'm just going to take this guy. Beyond that, he, you know, on the back of the on the back of the customs form, it says you you'll be you will uh, get off the plane. You'll be meted by border border patrol. The border patrol agent will uh, may ask you questions and may uh, has has the right to uh, look in your bags. Uh, this will be done in a professional and courteous manner. Mm. I'm like, there's nothing courteous about somebody dumping sand all over. I get it. Stuff. I mean, none of those people that are, are going to act the way that you want them to act. I was very polite. I answered every one mm. of their. They asked me three it's dozen questions. You. Like they were clearly looking for me to lie to them. Mm -hmm. But like I said, uh, of all the people on the plane that they're going to stop, it's going to be a guy by them by himself, your age or because you don't, you don't, you don't actually look your age. You look younger than your age. So you're going to be the guy that they're going to stop because you're, 
like a 30 year old dude is going to be the most likely dude that that's going to, you know, be bringing something back or try to bring something back. So, I mean, you can't be angry at them for stopping you. You're you fit the MO. Yeah, it was just the way that they did it. It wasn't the fact that they stopped me. Sure. Well, been no, like, yeah. they, they didn't provide me any explanation. They didn't give me any direction. They sure. were supposed to be doing both of those things. And then he was just a jerk through the whole thing. They take out my all my credit cards from the top of my bag. And they're like, yeah. why do you have this many credit cards? Well, I don't know. Why do you have how many of whatever you have in your wallet? Like, right. It's It seems like you have two different business cards here. Yeah, I own two different businesses. What the hell does that make a difference to you? It was just annoying, really, really annoying, and I'm 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 not pleased with their service. I we we deserve better than that. Mm. And you know what? A lot of what I'm saying probably sounds like, in retrospect, like white privilege. Like, oh, I'm a white dude, and like I should be treated better. Da 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 da. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that the level of like courtesy that they should provide to everybody should be the same across the board. There was like 70 people that came through that plane. Like 85 people were on the plane. Like it didn't take that long. You're not sitting there stressed out. Like when, when I got to Cancun, there was literally thousands of people in, in customs, like mm. at the same time. Uh, it, it And they were just fine. They, you know, I didn't even need to speak to the person because they spoke Spanish and they didn't speak, you know, very much English at all. I got through fine. Everything was absolutely good. But Cleveland, Ohio. Anyway, that's my hot take on that. How are you? What have you been up to? I got, I've gotten pretty deep into uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> action figures. <laughs> okay. Yep. Since we last spoke. The, has this become an obsession? A little bit. What have you done? Um, Do you have Casey Jones? Uh, not yet. I had a Casey Jones action figure once. Do you have Splinter? Yeah, he's. You can actually see him right here. Oh, he's right I mean, here. It's kind of dark back there. So. Right here. Oh, the, I see. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. The, I see. the version of. There's like a whole world out there of like these really cool figures that are not for kids. They're like adult versions of the toys that are really awesome and people pay a lot of money for them. And if you, if you play it right and if you find them at the stores, like you, if you, you can buy a bunch of them and then sell them and then just get the ones you want and and have them pay for themselves. It's pretty cool. Kind of like Pokemon cards. Sure. In my office, you you didn't see it, but I I have a, a a bin of boxes of toys. In one trip to um to Target, Copisco, I I spent about eleven hundred dollars on Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and how many have you sold so far? Um, just a, I traded I traded one and I sold one. Um, I traded one to get these these movie ones up here. Hmm. I used to be obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, my mom sold all of mine when I was at college for at a garage sale for like pennies on a dollar. 
you know what's really interesting at the garage sales and what you're and the and kind of the th like um, theme of what you're talking about is that a lot of people will go, will go on. Um, I'm sure you've seen this on TikTok. But Look like, at how cool this thing is. Oh wow, yeah. Like that's from the movie, right? Yeah. It's freaking awesome. But there's this other company called Super Seven, and they have this Ultimates line. So what they did was they 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 based their action figures off of the original action figures but they made them this size and they made them super detailed and they are incredible so it's like i'm just trying to get myself all these movie ones and then those ultimates and then i'm buying both like all the cheapest ones like the cheap asian versions of the toys to, so he can play with those and break them that's interesting yeah, what I was saying is like there's a uh, people will go on like um, their seller app on Amazon and just scan the barcodes of stuff at garage sales. Mm -hmm. They're still like in the package and then they like sell them on Amazon for the regular price. And that's how like they make millions of dollars a year doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a TikTok thing, big TikTok thing. And like Gary V tells you to do that. Um, but then like I started, like I searched. I don't even know. Like I was looking for action figures and then I felt like there was all these expensive ones on Amazon. So then I was like, Oh, let me look on like Facebook and see if there's groups. And then sure enough, I found like these groups and there's like pe people that will sell them like in groups and trade them. And like there's groups where you can't like gouge each other for, for prices or whatever. Like there's caps on whatever you can sell them for. Hmm. But then I was like trading and I was looking for something specific and this guy who's actually local and he like has some mutual friends. Mm -hmm. um, he's like, Hey, come over to this group. And um, like I had a bunch of the things that I bought listed on eBay and I wasn't really getting any bites because um, I thought that's where I was going to sell them. But then he brought me over to this group. That's like, um, he's like, Oh, I've got the, the movie things in a waffle right now. I was like, what the hell's a waffle? And it's like a, it's basically a raffle where you take what you have and you can do it in like groups or like one piece and you basically set an amount of spots and then you set a, a price for each spot and you do like a raffle for it. Hmm. So I took a $35 toy. I put it up for 30 spots at $3 each and I filled up the spots in a half an hour hmm. and unloaded the toy for 90 bucks. Wow. Which I had it listed on eBay for $55 for a week and had like three watchers, but then no bids at the end of the thing. Yeah. I like the waffle thing better. It's crazy. Yeah. Do that with cars and stuff. You can do it with anything. Yeah. So that's how I'm, that's why I'm trying to unload all these now. Yeah. What uh what do you what do you think about uh other things like Pokemon cards and that kind of stuff? I don't I don't care about Pokemon. Pokemon was too But those are hot right now. Like like cards are, are hot, I guess. They are, but I don't I never cared of like Pokemon was after like it, it didn't hit me at the right time, you know? Yeah, but it's not about that, it's about the money, right? Yeah, but I'm just not invested. Like, I just don't care about Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you, you had mentioned Gary V there. Um, you know, one uh, one other hot take that I have, I'm, I'm flip-flopping. 
you can you can sound the alarm for that one. I'm flip flopping on a topic here. What am I? What what am I doing? I don't know. You can give me an alarm sound. Give me any sound. There we go. Hot take number three. I uh, I'm reversing my decision on screen time. Gary V says, "What kind of world is your kid really growing up in? One that is digital or one that is, you know, manual?" And um, he says, "Kids deserve more screen time because it educates them more." And the idea that we want less is because generationally, uh, every generation has always wanted the next generation to be more like them. So they put limits on things and say, you're only getting this amount. Of, but really, it's kind of like um, I used this analogy the other day. You have a friend from Italy. He's been drinking wine since he was like, you know, 12 or 13 years old. And, you know, he's not an alcoholic. Like there's a lot of people that are alcoholics because they were told forever, don't have this, don't have this, don't have this. And then they like binge drank right into alcoholism. And it's kind of like by giving kids screen time and like it's just about the right kind of screen time does that make sense mm -hmm. so i'm flip-flopping i'm all about the screen time now solly learned how to count to three i was like blippy what blippy did that yeah he knows how to spell blippy's name too mm. i started typing in B L I and then just and then Sally goes P P I. Well, kind of nuts, you know. I'm all about the screen time now. Just gotta get the right screen time. No more odd bods. What the hell's an odd bod? Oh, you gotta look up the odd bods, man. Or um, what's the other one that they like? They like um, Blippy, odd bods, and um, and the antics. And they like uh, Boba, Bo Booba. You know who Booba is? No. Yeah, they like the, the Boba. I don't know what that is. Although, I have, Mateo went to school after watching uh, Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> and he started to make a laser in his mind with the blocks that he was playing with. And his teacher said, no, we don't make lasers. <laughs> what Book of Boba Fett did you have him watching? I don't know. He was just watching Book of Boba Fett with me, and they were shooting the guns. So he, I, he says, what are they shooting? And I said, no, that's a laser. And he goes, I want a laser. Jesus. So no more Book of Boba Fett for a three-year-old. Well, it's over anyways. Well, I, I, I haven't finished, so don't ruin anything for me. I still haven't finished season two of The Mandalorian either. But I did watch The Eternals. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's great. You thought it was great? Yeah, it was, it was um, I, I mean, I, I went into it with um, no or low expectations. I did as well. And I very much enjoyed it. Very much enjoyed it is not equivalent to great. I think it's a good movie. Okay, it's a good movie. Let's just settle on that. It's not a great movie. Um, I mean, a scale of one to ten, where do you, where, where do you really place that movie? Oh. Like a seven, right? Like seven to eight, like enjoyable. Wouldn't necessarily like watch it over and over again. I I I I'll watch it again at least because I feel like I missed some stuff. I might have been falling asleep a little bit. And uh, you know, Gemma Chan is uh, is easy on the eyes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm sure. Uh, um, Sp Sprite is very annoying. 
I, I yes, I, I would agree with you. It made the character, you know, the character was the character. Yeah, I did basically miss the end of the movie. I think I fell asleep right at the end, but I woke up like as she was like saving the day. Yeah, so I mean, I watched Avengers again on the plane as well. So, which one? The 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 Avengers. The first I, one? I have never. I don't think I've watched any of the other ones. Like like Cleveland filmed Avengers. Yeah, Cleveland filmed Avengers, which was fantastic. I mean, I just to see. You know, a place that I usually photograph. Like, uh-huh. it's kind of neat. Yeah. Did you, did you check out uh, Shang-Chi? What's Shang-Chi? The other Marvel movie that came out last year. Uh, no. Oh, Shang-Chi. I have to download that. Uh, you have Disney Plus. I know. I know. I, I just, I'm not. I ha- Look, dude, that was like the, were the first movies. I mean, I, I guess I went to the cinema recently, but like, I uh, I saw House of Gucci, but like I I I don't usually have the time to watch movies, so it's like yeah, I guess I it was just good to like sit on a plane and I had the whole road to myself on the way to Cleveland, so it was kind of nice. But like yeah, Eternals was good. I watched some Book of Boba Fett. I watched uh, the Etern- Eternals, Book of Boba Fett, and Avengers. That was pretty much it. I did watch start watching the Bond movie too. I rented that. Oh yeah, I I rented that, and then I I didn't have time to watch it. I might get there as well. It's a really long movie. I mean, it was like two hours and forty five minutes. I still have an hour left. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I I rented that at like eight thirty on a Sunday night, and and I just fell asleep. Yeah, dude, like that was too long. And and I watched it right after watching the Avengers, which like when you think about like superheroes, you like versus Bond, it's like. It was like a really big like shock of like jolt kind of thing because you're like you go from like watching like pew 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 pew, pew to like do 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 you know like guns are just like really weird. So one other thing that was a benefit of my trip uh, was that I was uh, a little bit um, how do I say this? I have a stomach sensitivity uh, and being in a the strange land of Mexico with lots of different kinds of foods, uh, all mixed with garlic and onions, which, uh, my tummy doesn't like my headache, my headaches from the onions don't really like, um, I, I got sick last week before like a week before, probably like five days before I left, um, with a stomach bug and, uh, it hit Mateo, myself and Melissa all on the same day. And, uh, I was uh, vomiting pretty, pretty badly. Um, I lost 11 pounds in one day. It was just pretty awful. Oh um, man, you couldn't give it to me, dude. It was not you. Do not you did not want to have this. It was really awful. I I almost went to the hospital a few times. I I was like, just call 911. I I need to go. Um, but then I ended up in Mexico five days later, and um, there's a lot of things that messed me up there as well. For a couple of days, I was pretty not well um in in the bathroom if you will um and so uh i am officially hovering at around 210 211 uh, on my weight and between the two things um and i guess again going back to gary v uh he he said recently on this one of his tiktoks like that he's eating clean now he's he's eating clean and the the word just kind of like really stuck with me 
Um, and so between my two events, very traumatic events, uh, to my, you know, GI system, um, it really, uh, reset me. And so I've been eating clean as well. Um, trying to, you know, focus on fruits and vegetables, um, cutting back on heavy protein, like, cause my protein was just like so big and then, um, yeah, constant gluten and bread and, you know, carbs. Um, and it's been so, I feel like so much better. And maybe it's the reason why I'm so focused thinking back as I talk it out loud. Um, there's just something to really be said for, you know, putting garbage in your body and then like what you feel like afterwards. Um, and I just, as horrible of an experience as, you know, the stomach bug was and as how unpleasant it was to have, um, you know, a lot of uh, potty time, as we say in this house, um, it was a good reset, man. And I'm like really feeling super motivated now, super good, super clean. Um, and I just want to continue. Could you use a reset like that? That'd be maybe not exactly like that, but I need, uh, something like that. Well, I, and I think that like, uh, for most people, you know, when we, we talk about like that, that phrase, like, Oh, well, it doesn't have to be necessarily like health stuff, but like, we always say the phrase like, Oh, I'll do that. You know, on the first of next month, or I'll do that, you know, on my birthday, or I'll do that at new year's. You know, and it's like, it really, when you have that reset, like it doesn't really take you much from that point forward to like, it, you have to commit to it, right? But like, if you just now, when you have that reset, it, you don't have to have that, like that goal in your mind, that, that timeline in your mind. It's just like, hey, I can't eat as much in a sitting. Like I literally feel fuller faster. Um, cause my stomach probably shrank literally and I don't want to expand it again. I don't want to shovel food in. Um, so it's like, Hey, how can I get more, more like purple rice in my diet? How can I get sweet potatoes in my diet? How can I get, um, you know, I, I actually ended up eating, I'm not much of a seafood person, but like when I was in Mexico, like I ate some really fresh seafood. Um, you know, how do I get things, uh, you know, like more avocado and healthy fats, you know, those are the kinds of things that now I'm, I'm thinking about. And I, um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, what, what can I snack on? That's, I guess I really haven't snacked much. I've been keeping really busy too. Like when you're idle and you're sitting around, oh man, I just, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to open a bag of chips from a gas station five times a week. I don't want to have a sandwich every day for lunch, you know? No more gourmands. Well, I mean, it's okay to have gourmands, right? But it's like, can you have gourmands like once every few weeks as opposed to like once so a week? three times a week? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Like, and then it's not even the sandwich that gets you. It's the fact that you're going and you're eating a whole bag of chips. You're probably getting some sort of, I mean, I don't eat, drink like a whole ton of sugary drinks, but like when I do, I do. And it's, I could just drink water. I've been drinking like gallons of water over the last, you know, several days in Mexico, some bottled water, um, but just water, water, water. It's just so much better. And I feel so much cleaner as a result. Maybe it's psychosomatic. I don't even know. Uh, I wasn't consciously doing it for, 
especially the time that I was in Mexico. Like I wasn't conscious. It's just, that's all that was available, you know? And, um, I just think that it's tough to, to have that commitment, but when you do it, I'm all about it. Maybe this will be my year. Are you back at uh, Orange Theory? No, I'm, I'm not. And um, it's only because I've been back for less than 24 hours. But um, even before I left, like I, I was so unhealthy before my stomach bug. And maybe it's just divine intervention at that point, right? But like I was going really well through the holidays. And then all of a sudden, you know, over the course of maybe three or four weeks, I gained like 15 pounds. Like it was just really, really bad and really unhealthy. And, um, you know, I step on the scale and I'm like 226. And I'm like, what in the heck? It's like, you know, like when we, when you watch like a Chris Farley movie, and he was just like, for the love of God. And like, I just sometimes like in the last several days, I've been thinking to myself, like this Chris Farley moment where I'm just like, I, I hear that kind of voice and that jolting voice of just like, stop eating so much sugar, mm. <laughs> like, you know? And it's, it's, it's just all that processed food, the carbs, um, you know, the overloading on fructose and like just, highly processed stuff it's just i'm better than that and i deserve better than that and i can't keep doing that to myself so i didn't go to the to the gas station today as i was out and about and um i just one day at a time i guess should be the the you know the the, the eat more chicken from chick-fil-a just be like eat more greens eat more broccoli that's what I got to keep thinking about. Well, I mean, you can still eat, you can still eat chicken. Yeah, I'm going to eat chicken. I, I mean, I need protein in my diet. But like, can I get some protein elsewhere and kind of cut back on like the heaviness of, you know, beef or the heaviness of, you know, chicken in a white wine butter sauce? Like, I don't need that. I can, I can bake some chicken. I can... You know, eat some nuts, some salted nuts. Get your spot in your air fryer. I, I, the air fryer has been sitting in the basement for four or five months. So mm. I just, yeah, that's another thing. It's like, I, I, I need to do better than that. I could, I should be, I mean, theoretically, I should be eating kale chips and stuff like that. If I'm going to, if I'm going to snack. So anyway, yeah, I made the mistake of, of buying um, Dunkin' Donuts uh, cereal. Okay. Maldi a couple weeks ago. Uh, caramel macchiato, like puffs, like, uh, and with, with, they have like um, marshmallows. Okay. Like coffee flavor. It is, it is like a revelation in cereal. Like it is, it's so good, and it's like something new to have for, in like a cereal. It's so delicious. It's like Reese's Puffs, but like to the next level, like coffee Reese's Puffs. Oh my god, it's so delicious! And then the next time I went to the grocery store, I bought two big boxes of it. So now I have that sitting in the clo- in the pantry, and I'm like, I know I shouldn't have this in here. Yeah, you just know. 
and you're going to hate yourself. Oh, I know. I already, I already do. Cause I, the first box was like a little box that I got from Aldi. Cause you know, Aldi does carry like the big boxes of that stuff. And I, I ate that in like less than 24 hours. But so like, this is a, this is an opportunity, right? Where Mm -hmm. like, do you really even need to be eating cereal? It's not even the kind of cereal that you're eating. Like, do you? No, I don't. Like, I normally don't eat cereal, but I was just like, I was, you know, I was doing my Instagram. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I was doing I the normally eat cereal. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been there. I get, I know it's like. Really, good. Let I me try it. Brand sometimes and I'm like, ah. Oh. Um, and then I tried it. I was like, oh my God, this is delicious. Yeah. So, and then I got two giant boxes from Walmart because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, but I think. Um, Celine has been eating it. Celine is the new old pair. Um, I, th- I think she's been eating it. So I'm just going to try and let her finish it. Hopefully not touch it. And I got to stop snacking. Yeah, I mean, le- legit. Like, if, if you're just... I mean, we both know this already, but like, if you just eat, you know, more... Um, you know, more balanced meals more often, you're not going to be hungry mm-hmm. for the bad stuff because you'll be, you know, it, smaller portions, balanced meals, eat often. Mm-hmm. Like we know this, but we never really listen to ourselves. Right. And it have was been, because like, of that traumatic experience. Have you been doing like a good breakfast? Like I've been doing a avocado toast on like rye toast. With avocado, oh man, it's so good with uh, with some everything everything bagel seasoning. Uh, people love that stuff. I can't eat it, but I I, I, mean, I actually have it in the house, but I, I can't it's eat the that. Best thing ever. Yeah, like I, I don't know why I haven't been eating it. It's it's so delicious. Um, have you seen these things in the grocery store, like the overnight oats? Yeah, I'm not a huge uh, oats person, and I just I actually just sent June a. Uh, uh, yeah, a TikTok or a reel about that, about um, how oatmeal is like not a great thing to feed your kids or to have yourself oh. for breakfast. What do you mean? Um, you should be you should be eating like um, some some healthy fats and stuff for breakfast. Huh. Say that here, I can send it to you too. Yeah, send it to me because I um I fed Sally and Mateo oatmeal. Mateo eventually grew out of it, but oatmeal for literally you know two straight years every morning basically yeah that's what she's been doing here i'll play it there's one profound study done by my friend david ludwig at harvard where he took a group of overweight young guys kids and he gave them three different breakfasts exactly the same cow oatmeal steel kudos omelet and then he locked them in a room they measured the blood every hour and they tracked everything and they said when you guys are hungry push this button we'll bring you more food so they can eat whatever they want. The oatmeal group not only had higher levels of insulin, cortisol, adrenaline, which is the stress hormone. So eating oatmeal literally was like being chased by a tiger in your body. Your body didn't know the difference. It actually made these kids hungrier. And they ate 81% more food than the omelet group. Remember, they ate the same calories of omelet, oatmeal, or silk oats. The steel group, oats was better. It was they still ate 50% more food than the omelet group. So when you when you have starch and sugar in the morning, whether it's a muffin, a bagel, oatmeal, French toast, pancakes, fruit smoothie, whatever people are eating, it's the worst thing you can do. You want to start your day with protein and fat. Then this one profound study done by my friend David Ludwig at Harvard. Protein and fat. 
Yeah, that's really interesting because I have heard that like the order that you eat things in a day um, is it will set you up for success for the rest of your day. Mm. So that's yeah. really interesting. That is important for your brain. And then you have it. And it's like, well, it's uh, like she gives Quinn like avocado and turkey. She gives Ford eggs and then she gives Bo cheesecake. <laughs> so it's not the oats are not bad. It's the time of day that you're giving the oats. Right. Yeah. So I just need to switch that up. So oats should be more of like maybe a, a dinner time thing. Or a lunch thing. Maybe maybe lunch thing, yeah. Because what is it? he said something about like adrenaline. Yeah, maybe it should be a lunch thing then. But then I don't want him to have a whole bunch of adrenaline right before, um, right before bed, like a nap. Where is Ford on the nap scale right now? Um, just one one nap after lunch or around lunchtime. Yeah, that's the way Sally and, and Mateo still naps too. So. You know, it's it's interesting though. You look at like um, I'm reading a little bit about this what, this uh, this David guy. You know, it, it, there's so many things that I don't even think about in the morning time. Like, you know, uh, avocado uh, or avocado oil, olive and olive oils, egg yolks, grass fed butter, coconut oil, nuts and seeds, wild caught fish, animal fats, coconut milk. Combine these with healthy protein, including. Grass-fed beef, wild game, free-range chicken, turkey, lamb, pork, sardines, eggs, quinoa, soaked legumes. Like, just the combination of those things, like, I don't even think about, like, but it's true. Like, obviously, it's true just from the study, but, like, you think about it, and you're like, wow, that's, hmm, that's really, really interesting. And I'm sure that there's a ton of great recipes out there for anything from, like, smoothies to, um you know, breakfast bowls, I'm sure, um, you know, any of those kinds of things, like even like pancake and waffle ideas, like you can probably incorporate some really cool recipes that way. So mm. I don't know, even like a breakfast burrito. But the, you, yeah, you got, you got it going on with the avocado toast. Now that's like what I'm going to eat tomorrow. And there's so many ways you can prepare avocado toast. Did you know this? What are you, are you going to fart now? No, I was I was looking at I think that there's a crayon on the floor there and I'm like is the is the dog are the dogs going to eat the crayon if I don't pick it up? Anyway, I love avocado toast. There's a ton of ways to to prepare it and um there's like a million different ways. So, I love it. Okay. And then um Celine is vegetarian, so oh. I've switched um, well, we, I made the switch from HelloFresh to Every Plate. Oh, okay. And instead of like I was with Paula, I was doing three meals a week, and that was like it had gotten up to like sixty plus dollars for three meals a week. But we switched to Every Plate, which is made by the same people as HelloFresh. It's all the same ingredients. Like all the packaging is exactly the same. Some of the stuff even says HelloFresh. They just don't individually wrap it. 
in like a bag like this is meal one this is meal two mm-hmm. they just put it all in a box and then you have to like okay get your stuff for this like pick it out of the box mm-hmm. that's the only difference and i'm getting four meals a week now for 50 bucks and we've and i've switched to vegetarian so at nighttime i'm vegetarian hmm. i could get down with that like I feel like just from like a uh, like what you feel like going to bed. Mm. I don't know. Like, I guess like being like there are times when I'm like, oh man, all I want to do is like a vegetable stir fry mm. for dinner. You know, I just feel like you go to bed feeling so much lighter and better. Some of the stuff, I mean, I don't, I don't love, but it's it's fine. Like I don't eat a lot of like what, the other night was like a penne. With like a lot of vegetables that I didn't like, mushrooms, and uh, so I didn't eat a lot of the vegetables. But most of the time, it's stuff I eat. Mm-hmm. But it's been good. And then at work, like I have my salad with tuna, and that's that's pretty much it. Mm. Um, you we gotta get you out of here, right? Yeah, I gotta go pick up the rents. So uh, let's do. Uh, don't say that. Don't say that. What, say what? What do you? What do you? An away message from two thousand and three on AOL Instant Messenger. Gotta go pick up the rents. Oh, the the rents are here visiting me at college. The rents are here taking taking me out to dinner. I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't say the rents. You you always have a way to make me angry at the end of these things. The rents. Parental units are here. I'm so clever. You're you're like 37 years old, man. I'm going to go pick up my parents from the airport. There you go. So uh, this week's book is. Uh, a great little book. Um, we are. I, I just came back from from Mexico, as I, we just talked about a whole bunch, and I was in an area of complete zen. And thought to myself, as I was looking for a book suggestion this week, uh, you know, I'm really just feeling like I really want to teach my kids about kindness and being kind, and um, all this talk of like, you know, being I'm the bad guy, I'm a superhero, and this, that, and the other thing. And so this week's book is called Kindness is My Superpower, uh, a children's book about empathy, kindness, and compassion. It's actually part of a book series, My Superpower Books, uh, written by Alicia Ortego. Uh, And so, you know, teaches about uh, the power of kindness. Uh, It's an important skill for every kid to have. And um, I feel like most people want to teach their kids about kindness and like wants their, their kids to be caring. And, um, you know, it's a, it says here, you know, the best social emotional learning, uh, book for raising kind kids. Um, you know, the kids are learn best by example. And so it's a number one, uh, bestseller in children's multiculturalism and tolerance. Um, and just a, a really cool looking book, uh, really well illustrated, and um, they're not like super long books or anything like that, um, but great story. And uh, you should check out some of the other titles that they have uh, in that series. Kindness, uh, Breathing is My Superpower, Acceptance, 
gratitude, confidence. Um, it's a series of five books. It's eleven ninety eight on uh, Amazon, or obviously you could go to Half Price Books and uh, get it like Eric. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a, a great series and uh, a wonderful author. Um, if you look a little bit more into who she is, uh, you'll love her story. And um, great book. Cool. Well, anything else? Nope. Okay. Well, thanks for hanging with us. All right. Dad, newer dad. Hit a go on Spotify. Give us five stars. And if anyone's looking for some action figures, uh, your hookup is Eric from now on. Well, no, just just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Look how cool he is. Look at Michelangelo. Look how awesome he looks. That is awesome. He looks so real. Yeah, very real, toned. I always wanted to live on a subway car. Um, okay, well, join us next time here at New Dad, Newer Dad. Eric, where can people find us on uh, on social media? New Dad, Newer Dad. And um, at the Bearded DJ at Dustin on the Road. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, we will catch you next time, uh, as we like to say here at New Dad, Newer Dad. Be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Bye. Bye.